an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Who will be first? How they'll pick the first American to be injected with the vaccine. And the vaccine armada ready to roll. After one of the deadliest days in American history. And... Ellen DeGeneres Shocker. Woo! She's got COVID-19. Then, Christmas shopping super surge. Fears of another spike as holiday shoppers flock to the malls. And the most dangerous places to be in during the pandemic. Those are the five places that you want to avoid. And mom slain by her son over his bad grades. The just-released body cam video as he tries to cover up his unspeakable crime. She always takes a train. She always takes the train. Then, Lizzo's secret pain. I just started having all of these really negative thoughts about myself. Plus, what were they thinking? <gasps> Uproar over the musical The Grinch. <laughs> Too sexy for TV? <sighs> now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. More grim news today in the battle against COVID-19. More than 3,000 people died of COVID yesterday. That's more than was killed on 9-11. The need for a vaccine has never been greater, but who will be the very first person in this country to get it? Jim Murray begins our coverage. Who will be the first American to get vaccinated against COVID-19? Four-star General Gustav Perna, who heads up Operation Warp Speed, said today a lot of consideration is going into the selection. We probably do need to make a plan for, you know, who's going to get it first visibly. We're all more than comfortable of getting it, you know, on TV. Will it be an elderly woman like Britain's soon-to-be 91-year-old Maggie Keenan, who became an overnight international personality? Or will it be a nurse or doctor working the front lines? The rollout could start as early as tonight with the first shipment of 2.9 million doses from Pfizer's hub in Kalamazoo, Michigan, where the vaccine is stored in 600 Arctic temperature freezers. The USA will be split in half. UPS will distribute the vaccine to all states east. FedEx is responsible for the western states. As the FDA's advisory board signs off on the vaccine, history is being made. How huge is this? Well, it is historic. America has just had its deadliest day yet. More than 3,000 dead. Yet this evangelical preacher in Miami is telling his followers not to get vaccinated. Those vaccines are made to change your DNA. Do not put the vaccine. Guillermo Maldonado is one of the evangelical leaders who once prayed with President Trump. The surge is forcing hospitals to use makeshift ICUs in trucks, tents, and hospital lobbies. One ICU nurse is warning Christmas could be even more devastating than Thanksgiving. It definitely has the potential to get much worse and kind of compound exponentially, especially with the back-to-back holidays. 32 beds have been set up in tents in the parking lot here at Arrowhead Regional Medical Center to free up valuable space inside the hospital to treat COVID patients should the need arise. Is the staff feeling overwhelmed? 
overwhelmed yet? Um, some, absolutely. Uh, I just had a nurse tell me this morning, actually, um, that she's feeling overwhelmed with all of this. Amid all the suffering, some Christmas cheer from New York's Metropolitan Opera Chorus, a pop-up concert in face shields. Another high-profile celebrity has tested positive for coronavirus. Ellen DeGeneres announced on Twitter today that she has tested positive for COVID-19. She's now quarantining at home. This is just the latest event in what has been a very challenging year for the talk show host. Ellen has COVID, making an already tough 2020 even tougher for the talk show host. She broke the news on Twitter. Hi, everyone. I want to let you all know that I tested positive for COVID-19. Fortunately, I'm feeling fine right now. Ellen tapes her show in Burbank, California, and social distancing on the set is practiced. Recent guests include Justin Bieber, Diane Keaton, Brian Cranston. It's not clear when the shows were taped. Anyone who has been in close contact with me has been notified, and I am following all proper CDC guidelines, Ellen tweeted. She added, I'll see you again after the holidays. Please stay healthy and safe. Hello. No word yet on whether Ellen's wife, Portia de Rossi, has also been hit with the virus. Ellen joins a long list of celebrities who've come down with COVID. Tom Hanks and wife Rita Wilson. I had body aches, crippling, cracking body aches. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Gloria Stefan. In the past few weeks, I have been one of the victims of COVID. I just wanted to show you the amount of hair that's coming out of my head as a result of uh, COVID. Alyssa Milano went public showing off her hair loss. One brushing. This is my hair loss. Now it's Ellen's turn to go public. Her show production company says, following Ellen's announcement this morning, we have paused production on the Ellen DeGeneres show until January. And also today, Dancing with the Stars judge and co-host of the talk, Carrie Ann Inaba, revealed that she too has tested positive. Carrie Ann says she has a fever, a bad cough, and a lot of aches and pains. And she's warning everybody, don't let your guard down. The Grinch is not supposed to be warm and cuddly. After all, he was born with a heart two sizes too small. But the new Grinch musical that aired last night took things to a whole new level. In fact, some people say former Glee star Matthew Matthew McConaughey, Matthew Morrison's portrayal actually left them feeling physically uncomfortable. We're not here to enjoy ourselves. Yikes. It's the Grinch that USA Today calls bad enough to ruin Christmas. Social media went into overdrive, aghast as NBC aired Dr. Seuss' The Grinch musical. Viewers complained that The Grinch's performance was over-the-top sexual, bizarrely sexual interpretation of The Grinch, and I'm literally going to need to see my therapist after watching Matthew Morrison put so much sexual energy into The Grinch. That makes me... Yep, behind all that green makeup is former Glee star Matthew Morrison. Morrison says he used Joaquin Phoenix's Joker character as inspiration. The Grinch! 20 years ago, Jim Carrey famously brought The Grinch to life on the big screen. The film became the second biggest Christmas movie in film history. Boo-hoo! 
Now the Grinch musical will be remembered for something else. The reaction has been critically panned and panned across social media. This is one of those instances where it seems that everybody agreed. Matthew Morrison's portrayal of the Grinch, it just ultimately missed the mark, but that does not take away from how talented he is. And A for effort, because he was giving it his all. Well, the ratings for the Grinch musical were just terrible. Only 2.5 million people even tuned in. The massive increase in shipping this holiday season has the delivery services advising they might not be able to get your stuff there by Christmas. And that's got health officials worried about another potential surge in COVID cases. If people flock to the malls to pick up their presents, will they also be picking up the virus? Les Trent now with more. Shoppers are flocking to malls across the USA out of concern the gifts they've ordered online will not be delivered in time for Christmas. FedEx and UPS have been dealing with so much demand this season, and they're now dealing with additional demand from shipping the vaccine. And that will put additional strain on this. UPS has hired a whopping 100,000 seasonal employees. FedEx added 70,000 new personnel. But even that's not enough to keep up with demand. So shoppers are heading to the malls despite the potential risk of exposing themselves to the virus. A real concern, says Dr. Ajish Jha, dean at Brown University School of Public Health. I really would urge people to avoid crowds in malls and stores if at all possible. Uh, we're in the middle of the worst surge of the whole pandemic, and this is not the time to be mixing with large numbers of people. There are ways to pick up those last minute Christmas gifts while limiting your exposure to COVID-19. Most stores have curbside pickup. All you have to do is place your order online, pull up to the store, and an employee will come up, hello, and they will place the gift right in your car. It's simple and safe. Retail stores are actually not in the top five places where you're most likely to catch COVID. The top five are restaurants and bars, places of worship, gyms, hotels, and grocery stores. Dr. Oz says the one thing all these places have in common, they're indoors. The chance of you getting COVID-19 indoors is 20 times higher than if you are outdoors. Important fact to know, and if you want your packages to get there by Christmas, most retailers say tomorrow is the cutoff date to place orders. Otherwise, they will not guarantee delivery by December 25th. This boy got a D on his report card, and he argued about it with his mother. Later, she was killed, and after first denying anything, the teenager later admitted he strangled his mother to death. Now he's had his day in court, and as Megan Alexander reports, the son is being described as soulless and he'll be in prison for a very long time. It's the final chapter in a crime that has horrified America. Did you do it? Yes, Your Honor. This teenager just admitted to an unspeakable crime, strangling his mother over a bad grade. Greg Ramos was once a member of a police youth group and dreamed of becoming a homicide detective. Ramos and his mother got into a terrible argument when he came home with a D in school. Around midnight, he allegedly sneaked into his mom's room and strangled her. Then he went to get a wheelbarrow to bring the body out of the house. He called police and claimed there had been a break-in at the house and his mom was missing. This is police body cam video. I checked the entire house because I was looking for her, but she's not here. <laughs> I just got home, and the, the, my house is completely trashed. It looks like someone broke in the side door. 
This video shows Ramos, who was just 15, taking cops through the house outside Orlando. He even told police what the burglar took. Ramos later broke down under interrogation. His 46-year-old mother's body was found in a fire pit near a church outside Orlando. Ramos will be sentenced to 45 years in prison in January. He's extremely remorseful and he regrets his actions every day. In 33 years of policing, uh, he's one of the top three sociopaths that I have ever come in contact with. Ramos will be formally sentenced on January 22nd. Feeling down these days? Join the club. And guess what? Lizzo, whose message is all about body positivity, is in that club too. Lizzo is getting real. I just started having all of these really negative thoughts about myself. In a brutally honest selfie video, the 32-year-old singing sensation admits that she has been having body issues. Like, you know, what's wrong with me? Maybe everything, all the mean things people say about me are true. And, you know, why am I so disgusting and hating my body? It's the first time we've heard Lizzo talk this way. The Grammy winner is famous for embracing her curves, often posting videos in skimpy lingerie. But now she's reminding her fans she's human, too. I think these are normal they happen to everybody. They happen to the best of us. Lizzo closed her video with these inspirational the words for her fans. Um, and I just have to know that tomorrow, how I feel in here is going to change. And I can only hope that it changes for the better. But I know I'm beautiful. I just don't feel it. But I know I'm going to get through it. Oh, wow. We're sending good vibes your way. Lizzo posted that video on TikTok. She's got 11 million followers. Next, under siege, President-elect Biden's son, Hunter, his troubled past, and the spy who loved me? Was this prominent congressman the target of a honey trap? Are you concerned that you shared any information with this person before you were notified by the FBI? Plus, pandemic letters to Santa. Dear Santa, can you please find a cure for COVID-19 and give it to us to save the world? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Hunter Biden says he's confident he's handled his business dealings lawfully. The president-elect's son has long been the target of attacks, but the announcement of a federal tax probe comes exactly six weeks before Joe Biden takes the oath of office. Hunter Biden's checkered past may be catching up to him, and old photos like these may not help. The photos allegedly found on an old laptop that he reportedly left at a repair shop appear to show low moments in his life. Here, he's in a bathtub, a cigarette dangling from his lips. And this disturbing photo conked out on a bed with what looks like a glass crack pipe in his mouth. His father defended him at that first debate. Hunter got thrown out of the military. He was thrown out, dishonorably discharged. That's not true. For wasn't cocaine use. That is simply various not other places. true. He didn't have a job. My son, like a lot of people, like a lot of people we know at home, had a drug problem. He's overtaken it. He's 
He's, he's fixed it. Hunter kept out of sight during the campaign as he became a relentless target of President Trump. Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? By the way, where the hell is Hunter? He finally emerged when his father was declared the victor. There he was cradling the newborn boy he shares with his wife, Melissa, who he married six days after meeting her in 2019. <laughs> Melissa is the latest in a string of relationships that followed his divorce from first wife, Kathleen, including his late brother's widow, Hallie, followed by a dancer with whom he had a child out of wedlock. Yesterday's announcement that Hunter is under investigation for tax fraud overshadows the week's other big political scandal. Do you know who is the Stripper most happy Paul. person right now about this Hunter Biden news? Congressman Eric Swalwell. Eric Swalwell was apparently the target of a honey trap in 2011 by a suspected Chinese spy, Christine Fong. Bethany Allen Abrahamian broke the story for Axios. U.S. counterintelligence officials believe that she was working on behalf of the Chinese government to develop close ties with rising politicians in the Bay Area and eventually on the national level. How far did Eric Swalwell's relationship with Christine Fong go? a question that I uh, cannot answer. Some Fox News personalities are suggesting that Swalwell had a sexual relationship with the Chinese national. A Democrat Congressman Eric Swalwell allowed a Chinese spy into his <clears throat> inner sanctum. Swalwell, a key Trump critic during the impeachment, wouldn't go into details about his relationship, claiming it's classified. Are you concerned that you shared any information with this person before you were notified by the FBI? Well, I know that I didn't. Uh, again, I, I can't talk too much about the details of the case, even though others may have violated their oath. I'm not going to violate mine. Eric Swalwell has not been accused of any wrongdoing. He says he has not seen Ms. Fong in nearly six years. Still to come, pandemic letters to Santa. Dear Santa, can you please find a cure for COVID-19 and give it to us to save the world? Like a lot of people, this couple is working from home. But when you're cooped up in a one-bedroom apartment, sometimes you need a break. Lorenzo and his girlfriend, Marsha, are trying not to go stir-crazy. I have a call in an hour. Since the start of the pandemic, they've turned their one-bedroom apartment in Manhattan into a home office. It's definitely been tough and a lot of adjustment. We live in a very small space. Sometimes we do get on each other's nerves. We try not to, but it's a, it's a confined space. He works out of the bedroom. Her office is next to the kitchen sink. It's definitely time for a break. So the 25 year old security salesman is checking into a hotel just six blocks from his apartment. Good morning, how are you? Here's your room key. Hotels like this Marriott in Times Square are offering discounted rates for short getaways. And why not? Hotels are struggling. Occupancy is down 32%. It's wonderful. It's very peaceful and, and very quiet and I think really the perfect environment to get some work done. So after putting in a few hours of work from his hotel room, it was time to get a peaceful night's rest. <laughs> and when we come back, asking Santa for something more important than toys. Finally today, this year's letters to Santa prove the pandemic is very much on children's minds. They are a sign of the times, heartbreaking letters to Santa. 
This has been a very tough year, four-year-old Aiden writes. I lost my daddy and my grandpa, and my mommy is having a rough time. Maybe you can send her some happiness. This year, kids want much more than toys. Caden writes, I would do anything if you could somehow restart fifth grade with no COVID. Thousands of youngsters wrote letters to Santa at the North Pole. We asked Kim Fromm of the United States Postal Service to read some of them. Dear Santa, I don't want anything for Christmas, but I would like to ask you if you can do me a favor. Can you please find a cure for COVID-19 and give it to us to save the world? Thank you, love, Joni. Santa, I hope you, Mrs. Claus, and the elves and the reindeer are safe from the virus. Love, Imogene. The children are very perceptive, um, you know, and, and they're very aware of what's going on. So there are a lot of letters asking about the coronavirus. Santa, we hope you're listening. Postal Service says it gets about 20,000 letters every year for Santa. And we do hope he's listening. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die like buffets. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts.